2: Hey friend Steve here. Hey, LR. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and of course taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Do we have anything coming up this weekend? Super I don't. cool. Oh, the Super! Super that's right. The Super Bowl is this Sunday. Superb Owl Party. The uh, the superb. Oh yeah, the superb Owl Party. We're not allowed to call it the Super Bowl, I think, uh, according to the to the NFL. Um, we're gonna be doing a watch party on the Twitch twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. Uh, obviously, uh, what is what we're do they shown say? The game, obviously, what do they we'll sh- What do they, they they say? Uh, 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 without express written permission or something Instead like that of the NFL. Yes, uh, yeah. uh, something is prohibited. Yes. We do not have express written permission from the NFL, uh, yep, but for us broadcasting the game on our Twitch is strictly
3: prohibited. <laughs> yeah,
2: we're just going to be hanging out. I mean, look, look, maybe maybe I'll put it up there and we'll just do this <laughs> with the not control. Worth not worth it. Probably not a great idea. I would imagine they'd have people scouring Twitch for that stuff. Oh, yes. And uh, we have a pretty healthy audience here, so it's probably not a good idea. But we're going to be hanging out regardless. Uh, rooting for football. And uh yes. should be fun. Uh yes. so yeah, come check that out this uh come Sunday. That should mm-hmm. be fun. That should, should be fun. That should be fun. Uh but uh yeah, well we'll just go ahead and dive into it. We got all sure, sorts of that. all sorts of news today. Uh yeah, man, all sorts of stuff going on backstage. Let's talk about this first, though. Uh yes. of course, man, ever since uh Tony Khan mentioned this, the world of wrestling has been a buzz about who will be debuting on dynamite this Friday, against oh, not Friday,
3: Wednesday. Sorry. Wednesday. Oh, this Wednesday. Wednesday.
2: I messed that up against, he's mixed up against Isaiah Cassidy dynamite. In fact, does happen on Wednesdays uh, on Wednesday in this face of the revolution qualifier match. But the question is Larson, who could it be? Ooh. And even, Ooh. even, uh, those at fightful select, go check them out. They're great. Yes, uh, go subscribe. They asked and found that none of the talent they spoke to knew who was making their debut, but it was speculated backstage that it was going to be Keith Lee. Now, Dave Meltzer has mentioned that Keith Lee and AW have spoken. By the way, congratulations to Keith Lee and me. And they yes. just got married this weekend. It looked like a yes, lovely they congratulations. ceremony. Congratulations. Yes, yes, congratulations. They might already have a deal in place, Keith Lee and AW, and he could maybe be showing up on Wednesday. But maybe he's going to be on his honeymoon. Maybe his debut is going to be his honeymoon and Mia M's going to be with him. I don't know. Uh, there's some speculation that it could be one Jeffrey Harvey, a.k.a. Jeff Hardy, the uh, Enigma guy. Uh, but Fightful uh, notes that he's got a no-compete that doesn't expire until March, so it probably isn't him. Larson, power rank time. Time to pop pop power rank. Yes, who's gonna who's gonna be, Who? who's gonna be? Who? I got five names here.
3: I have five. I have till five. Let's start with number five. Who's number five?
2: Well, what is first Tony Khan talked about? What did he exactly say about so here? Food? I have what, actually
3: have it in front of me. Do you so have this his definition said. of the forbidden door? Uh yes, he says uh, the forbidden door can be opened for anyone from any wrestling promotion in the world, whether or not it's a company AEW is on good terms with. Even if it's someone from a company that's open for business, they're always welcome to slam the door in the face of their prior company. Uh, continues to talk with the announcement that Isaiah Cassidy is to be facing this new opponent, this new uh, wrestler in AEW, uh, and the qualifier match on Dynamite. Uh, says that Cassie's opponent. Will debut on Wednesday and sign a contract with AEW. It says the big announcement for Wednesday's Diamond that we referenced on Rampage, a free agent debut, and the person walking through the forbidden door are one of the same. They're walking in the door, signing a ta- contract, then slamming the door shut on Wednesday. Wow. Wow. Wow stuff right there. Indeed.
2: So, number five. Who's your number five, Steve? Number five. Is gonna be this is this is my boring pick, this is my boring pick. We thought you thought you were gonna see him at Beach Break. You were wrong. He's like I don't know when this kid's gonna show up. Johnny Gargano. That's my number five okay. pick. He's slamming the bad. door in in the most in the most uh, uh, diplomatic manner. He slammed the door on WWE. It was more of like a okay bye guys see you later and he closed it very nicely,
3: gently closed and even made sure when he when he turned the the doorknob to close it all the way. He did it really slow and quietly so it didn't click.
2: Very considerate John Very is. Very considerate. And I think See, he's going to show did, up and do that.
3: I didn't think about Gargano because you know he, I, I feel like he's made it pretty clear and we've read elsewhere that he's going to wait till after his kid's born before getting back on the ring. I left him off my list completely. Number five I really don't feel like it's going to happen because it was going to happen. It probably would have happened sooner. I got Buddy Matthews, of course, but formerly known as Buddy Murphy. In WWE. Fantastic wrestler. Um, I know AEW can't sign anybody or everybody, um, rather. Uh, and if they haven't signed him yet, I don't know if they will, but he's great. Be a lot of fun to see Buddy Matthews in AEW.
2: I like Buddy Matthews. I think he's great.
3: Uh, oh, he's fantastic.
2: Uh, yeah, no, I think that's a good one. I'm kind of surprised that uh, he hasn't landed like with properly like with New Japan. The, the Bullet, Bullet, was, Bullet Club needs some fresh faces, and I think Buddy Matthews would be terrific. Uh, my number four is, look, man, I can't think of a guy who slammed the door harder on their previous company because they're slamming that door on their dad, Shane McMahon. Shane wow. O'Mac is in the AEW, the dynamite zone, baby. That's right. Okay. I hope not. It's a lot of money. He's got like a new theme song. It's a lot of- That sounds like It's a lot of Dollar, 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 dollar.
3: Money, money. <laughs> please no, no Shane O'Mac, please, no Shane O'Mac. It's gonna happen. You thought it was gonna happen? I hope not. It's I hope not. Uh, I'm four. not 100 percent certain this individual's no compete is up but since they got released by NXT while in NXT, I'm assuming it's 30 day deal today or yesterday was 30 days. I'm talking about Samoa Joe. That's my number one. <laughs> oh really? Yeah,
2: that's a great one. Not
3: including Keith Lee. Do you have Keith Lee in your list at all? No, did I didn't. T- I didn't put him on there because I was right. like kind of obvious. It was kind of obvious. Uh, I got Samoa Joe number four. If if I was was certain that his no compete was was certainly uh, up, uh, I probably would have him much higher on my list. That's a good one.
2: Uh, let's see here. I need my number three. Well, that was my number one. Actually, you know what? Here's my this is my number one. I'll go. I'll I'll do that later for my number one. So that Samoa Joe will be my number three. Number two is gonna be uh uh the game Triple H again maybe he just sort of sneaks out the door. He doesn't slam it. He's like doo, 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 doo. and then he's like, "Uh, get out of here." And he closes it. He's like, "All these years I spent that company building it. I thought I was going to be the guy, and I'm not. I'm not the game now. I am What's a you What's a syn- synonym for game? Sport, I'm the sport. There you go. Yeah, but he's a bad sport. Anyways, the game Triple H Oh, the bad sport! That's a good nickname.
3: The bad sport. <laughs> the bad Doesn't sport do not like to lose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the number three sport. for me. This is kind of silly, I'll, and I'm not sure exactly fits how Tony Khan defined Forbidden Door. I got Cody Rhodes. He's looking for that contract. Oh, he wants that TNT title back. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, he's only had it three times. Uh, Cody Rhodes shows up, signs his new contract, goes in there, and 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 and, and wins the qualifier. You know, the guy that Tony Khan is
2: actually hinting at here, and it's kind of nuts, is Mustafa Ali. I know. Which, like, couldn't happen?
3: No, that's a lawsuit. Wait to happen right there.
2: Yeah, I know. But it's a lawsuit against, like, well, him and Tony Khan, but Tony Khan's lawyers. Like, I don't know. That that could be, I, I look, I don't expect it to happen at all in any no. way, shape, or form. From what we've heard, like, WWE and AEW are relatively friendly, like, with the, you know, hey, can we get some guys for, uh, yeah, for yeah, the yeah, stuff yeah. that we're producing? And that would throw that out the window. And I'm sure TNT would not want another company's contracted talent on their cable network. But uh, I don't know. That'd be, that'd be boy. I mean, in, in terms of making just massive waves, I know. that'd be nuts. There is, I'm not going to say this is precedence at all. But it sort of falls under Brock Lesnar does what he wants to do. So Brock was still under a no compete clause when he went to Japan, yeah, no. uh, and wrestled there. But WWE's was like, uh, we don't really want to rock that boat. It's not here. It's not for one of our direct competitors. Exactly. But exactly. It, it's kind of interesting that I, you know, I, I learned that anyway. Yeah.
3: Is, is is Mustafa Ali on your official list there? Oh yeah, absolutely. Fuck. Right. There's a. I'll put. it There's a better chance of Mustafa Ali than Triple H. I'll tell you what. You got that right. Or Shane. Uh, Number two on my list. I haven't heard this name uh, a lot in terms of showing up here. Uh, This individual is a free agent. Just let his contract uh, last Mm lapse with New Japan. Mm -hmm. Juice Robinson. Oh, he's a free agent. Boy, that is a terrible name. I'll be honest. You could say, well, he turned his back on his previous company, Mm -hmm. New Japan to show up there. That's, you know, Tony Storm has, I believe. What?
2: Are they married yet? I know they're. I don't know if they're married, sure they're but I engaged. believe they're engaged. Um, that'd be kind. Of, that what that actually might be. She probably has a no compete that she's still under right now. Um, yeah, it'd
3: be ninety days. Yeah.
2: But if has it been thirty days? What if what if they neglected so. to alter her contract the same way they did? Well, multiple other people, and mm-hmm. uh, and she was like, yeah, no, I'm going to do that. That's that that would actually be a big deal. Juice would be like. You signed Juice and not like any of the other releases that came up. I don't mind. I I think Juice is a terrific wrestler. I do, but he's not a name. <laughs> That's messed up. I shouldn't say that.
3: Uh, who got? Oh, you have another name on your list? Yeah, well, so Samoa, I have one more. Was Samoa Joe. That was. My oh, name. Samoa Joe was yeah. topped on yours. I have I have Killer Cross and mm-hmm. Scarlet here. Um. I think I've read that he just won uh, a match at a uh, FSW in Vegas this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, So he's he's booking himself some shows. I think he's signed with MLW now, is not he? Well, I know PW Insider said that those teases they were running were to, you know, uh, advertise or or build anticipation for the r- return of Killer Cross. I didn't. I didn't necessarily take that as he had signed a deal with them, That mm-hmm. he was just going to be working with them. Yeah, like running these just to hope that he shows up. Um, no, I think he's going to be there at least in some capacity, but I don't know if he signed like a full-time deal with them.
2: You know what I mean? What if he shows up and cuts a promo on MLW? <laughs> he,
3: he's like, screw these people.
2: Anyways, he, he hasn't even worked there yet, Killer Cross. Um, besides, he, I think he's officially signed to the narrative. <laughs> <laughs> they even
3: have contracts. <laughs>
2: I think it's just a couple of dudes hanging out in like a warehouse somewhere. It feels that way. Half and half cameras. Oh boy, you haven't seen their latest. We were talking about this in the pre-show. Their latest. I have video. not seen it yet. I have not
3: seen it yet, but I. I it sounds like I. It, I probably should. We call the national guard.
2: <laughs> Maybe get. Some. I haven't seen it
3: yet. So yeah. <laughs> i don't know i, don't, oh, I can't man. i can't comment on something you know i haven't what, seen so i've heard people's imp-
2: impressions on there and i don't know what to think about it. they're just trying to hustle they're just trying to do their thing <laughs> anyways um so so yeah i don't know out of all those names the the, the most like i mean i don't i don't if, know if,
3: like if if, if if it's not keith lee if it's mustafa ali i will probably i will I might poop my pants in excitement and shock. You might see a guy poop his pants. I might, because... It'd be nuts! A, it would be nuts. A, Mustafa Ali is one of my favorite wrestlers in the entire world. B, great. Dude's under contract WB and showed up in AEW. <laughs> that would be absolutely <laughs> insane. be nuts!
2: It'd be crazy. But, like, I don't know. What if there's some as,
3: crazy as shit he, backstage that's going on, know. you know? Yeah, I don't know. As you mentioned, you know, when I saw that tweet, that was the first thing I thought of was Mustafa Ali. What if Ali
2: asked for his – what if he asked for his release and actually got it and has been playing really coy about it and he was able to negotiate a 10-day no-compete clause? I know. Yeah, I I don't know. It's all all crazy speculation. I don't – you know, we've said this before. Tony Khan is a promoter and he (laughs) is going to embellish. And so it's (laughs) like Keith Lee, who got released – you know, said nothing but positive things after the fact and I mean mostly about like the fans and stuff. I don't know if he's commented much on WWE specifically. Um, but uh so I don't know how much he's gonna be slamming the door behind him. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. Hey, whoever it's gonna be, it's not gonna be I don't think I think Ali's like the one guy, maybe Tony Storm, that really lives up to what Tony Khan is saying in that tweet. You know, mm-hmm. somebody who turned mm-hmm. their back on the company and, and left. Mm hmm. You know that sort, or, yeah. or or Jeff Hardy, or Jeff
3: Hardy. Yeah, but you know if Hardy's under the the the, the ninety day no compete, this doesn't.
2: You know, what he should have said when possible. they were like, "Hey, hey, pal, hey, you want a Hall of Fame induction?" And he's like, "How about this? There's that pesky no compete clause. Send me documents that that's gone, and I'll consider it." And then he gets the documents, and no compete, and he's like, "I've considered it. No, the answer is no. Yeah, click, and then he could just now he can show up."
3: Now you show up whenever you want. Yeah, good stuff. I know Isaiah Cassidy in his tweet about uh, this match was kind of teasing. He's you know he tagged uh, uh, Matt Hardy in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think I think he said something like, "If this is who I think it is, yeah." And he's wondered why Matt Hardy wasn't uh, returning his his calls oh, I or love texts. It. I love it. Just fuck with people. Why not? Exactly. Yeah. It's good stuff.
1: You can host the best backyard barbecue
4: In just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
3: Uh, Let's talk about this. So uh, after losing the WWE championship at day one, Big E was sent back to SmackDown, seemingly back chasing tag team gold with Kofi Kingston. It seems like his singles push has come to an end. Mm-hmm. Uh, PW tortures Wade Keller talked about how the locker room felt about the end of Big E's main event push. This is what he had to say. These transcripts come to us from wrestlingnews.co. Wade said, quote, I've asked around, and all I've gotten is people who are really upset, you know, with the rug being pulled out from under him. And I haven't heard anything about there being an awareness of an issue with him. And I think the people I have, uh, I've asked would know, but I mean, one person just described him as a magnificent human being who doesn't deserve this treatment.
2: It's a drag. It's it really, is. it's, it's, it's funny dude, because you and I could both from the get go, from the moment he cashed in and we knew this is not the way a baby face should be cashing in. I was I was um, encouraged when he beat Lashley cleanly. I was like, oh, that's a good start. OK, it means that he's legit. Right. But everything after that, he was booked as a bystander, as a as a as a tourist, as somebody who would show up. And everybody else has all these plump spots. Seth Rollins doing career work. Kevin Owens resigns, and he's given some really great stuff to work with. Bobby Lashley seemed to have a renewed energy around him and Big E would just sort of stand around and look at people and he would try to do what he could, but he never got any sort of, uh, 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 you know, superficial repackaging, which usually signals, Hey, this person is changing their journey. Um, and now, you know, they're, they're switching gears to solo run. He never got any of the signifiers that shows the audience, Hey, this guy, is And when WWE doesn't make that level of investment, you can tell they're half-assing it. And we saw this from, from day one, basically.
3: Yeah, and it, it was a situation where they booked his title win for a moment and not with a story in mind. It was a rush thing. He was on the SmackDown roster when he won the briefcase. And he decides, after teasing something with Roman, for weeks, mm-hmm. he'd show up laughing at Heyman, holding that briefcase, and then out of the blue, yeah. Oh, I'm cashing in raw against Lashley. Yeah. And rather than say, "I want a one-on-one bout with you, Lashley, to win the title," he cashes in the typical yeah. fashion. After Lashley's already been through a match. Yes, I know he won a rematch against Lashley one-on-one, but it's not. What do you think of a babyface way of winning a championship? You don't think opportunistic? No, you don't. You no. think beating somebody mm-hmm. one-on-one in the middle of the ring, you know, like, and not after someone's already had a match, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. His and whole yeah, thing. Just from, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'll say just from going to going to reiterate what you said from the get go. It just seemed like, all right, we need a shock moment on raw. Let's do it with no plan in place about where to take this. And, you know, Biggie did the absolute best he could with what he was given, which wasn't a lot. Yeah. And but, he, you know, he did a ton of outside appearances. Mm hmm while champion in terms like you couldn't ask anybody to represent the company better than he did. I agree. And does on a regular basis. Yeah. And the fact they didn't really give him a major push to coincide with the title run is extremely disappointing. Hopefully, hopefully he'll get another shot at it. I wouldn't be surprised if after mania, after Roman beats Brock, if he's among the first contenders, to challenge Roman after, I mean, unfortunately, he'll lose. But it'll be him. It'll be Drew. Mm-hmm, yeah, you know they got they've got two, you know, former champions as contenders uh, to challenge Roman through the summer. Yeah. And it'll probably it'll probably happen again. they will likely lose. Maybe they'll come back around to it after Mania thirty nine. After Roman wins there, you know, and maybe they'll take the time to build him up as someone who could conceivably take the belt off Roman. Nobody misreads and misunderstands
2: their audience more than WWE. I mean, that that is honestly the God's honest truth. The fact that, you know, back during Thunderdome, you and I were posed the question, is the crowd noise going to stay? And you and I had both said, oh, yeah. this is okay. This is a thing where they will be able to present something that doesn't exist. And the only question was, How much are they going to lie to themselves? And you can lie to yourself by, you know, they would often use the crowd to uh, sort of gauge where their stories, what kind of reception their stories and their characters would get. If something's getting over, it's going to have a big crowd response. If something is falling flat, they're going to be silent. Well, you got Ronda Rousey coming out there and you've got like this obnoxious crowd noise, and you look at the crowd, and they're doing this. Mm -hmm. They're doing this. Or even worse, they're doing this. They're seeing what else is going on on their phone. Yeah, yeah. And it's as if they're just lying to themselves. It's like, okay, so you're not going to use the fact that the crowd is just giving you nothing with Ronda's return. Instead, you're going to think that you're right about this, and you're just going to pump all this crowd noise because you know they're going to go full on with her. She's probably going to win yeah. that title at oh, yeah, WrestleMania.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Totally um,
2: that to happen. and it's, 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 and, and the same thing I feel like is with Big E it's, I guess just if Vince doesn't see it now, he doesn't even, you know, look at the crowd. He's just like, well, he's out there. He's not getting over. It's like, well, you didn't, you didn't do anything that like the crowd responds to with him. You sort of, you know, you, you, you lobotomize the guy to a degree.
3: Oh, going back to uh we talked about earlier uh we're gonna do a going in raw view on survivor series 2002 and was listening to the something to wrestle with about that particular show yeah and in the lead-up you know they they always do an extensive lead-up in terms of storylines that were leading to or preceding the show and they were talking about was it the un-americans mm-hmm. it was lance storm and test and christian mm-hmm, yeah we're a faction and and pritchard puts the blame on those guys for not getting the gimmick over because they weren't invested. Well, maybe they weren't invested because the gimmick was outdated. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe because it wasn't good. Yeah. And rather than reflecting on, okay, maybe the quality of this creative isn't up to, up to par. You know, they just think, no, it's the, the talent just didn't get invested or get behind it a hundred percent. You know, yeah. I have
2: to, I have to get to that point. I'm, I'm, I'm earlier, earlier in the show. I'm not there, but I do remember, you know, I, I, and I don't know the full context of that, which is why I want to say I want to listen to it myself. I can understand to a degree, like, for example, remember that terrible faction of the United Nations? No, League mm-hmm. of Nations. Sorry, the League of Nations. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. the original United Nations for history. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was uh, uh, Barrett, Rusev, uh, Seamus, I think, and yeah, Del, Del Rio, Rio, I think. And there was one man there who seemed like he was actually invested, and that was Rusev. Rusev was mm-hmm. actually the guy who was always... And if you have four, if you have four guys who are as invested as Rusev, they will probably make something of it. But what they were given was just crap. Biggie is like the Rusev of that group. Biggie, you give him anything and he runs with it. They gave him nothing. They gave the man nothing. Nothing at all. And he still went out and made all the appearances and made everybody look good. He's in my in my opinion, he's 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 a Cena level charisma Oh yeah. A Cena level talent. And you're giving him nothing. It's it, you know, they gave Cena everything, every opportunity to succeed and fail. And they do that with the people they see something in. But it's just, you know, with Big E, I don't know if Vince ever saw him as anything more than just one third of the new day. I don't I don't know what they from know. from the beginning. This was it was terrible. And yeah, from what everybody says, from we can see from looking at social media it couldn't have happened to like a nicer person like he is he just yeah. seems like the best human being possible he just
3: seems like a genuine a genuine human a genuinely good human being yeah from every every like you know listening to the new day podcast seeing him on twitter seeing seeing him interact at various appearances mm. he just seems like a good person i mean they
2: they split up the new day via draft like twice and it's like you could have had his cash in be part of some sort of story with the new day. If you kept them together and said, Hey, I have a choice. I can either go to a different brand split from my guys. Like there was nothing, there was nothing about any of his, his money in the bank stuff. That was part of him crafting his own destiny, which is always the most interesting story. Yeah. It was like just happenstance, everything like they would have him backstage giggling which even Big E can make that entertaining, but there's nothing dramatic or or or, or you know, story uh, uh uh based about that. There was nothing interesting about the story of him just sort of harassing Paul Heyman here and there. And then how did they cash he announced on Twitter I'm coming to Raw to cash in because they just wanted to pop that rating. Yep. Yep. No story behind it. Yeah. None. And there's like a, there's a story to be told. I know there, there's you a could, massive, you can you have write any number of stories with that.
3: You have a history between the Usos and the New Day. Mm-hmm. You could have a really, really good bloodline New Day feud. Yeah. It's right there. I know. And it could be incredible.
2: I know. And it's like, they don't have, it's like the New Day have generated so much money for you. They sold so much merch. Xavier Woods is probably getting screwed over on the up, up, down, down stuff and he basically brought their digital platform into the future. Um, they've done so much and they don't even have the respect for the new day to properly motivate a story to split them. It's embarrassing. It's it it's really is. when people say, "Oh, you guys are just anti-WWE." Well, it's because we're we're given shit like this, what people should be satisfied with this? People should be cool with this is the stories that they're feeding you and you're
3: going to defend them? Get out of here with that. Yeah. Uh let's talk about Ronda Rousey. So the first two promos she delivered since making a return at the Rumble, one uh after the Rumble was like a digital exclusive on dot com or on their YouTube. And then of course the one on Raw weren't exactly what you'd expect from a babyface, especially when it came to how she talked about the WWE universe. Um and according to Dave Melzer, someone within WB actually talked to her after her promo on Raw last week uh, to address this. this. Is what Dave had to say, quote, I believe that people we're talking to her about Monday. She acknowledged the fans. She was very, very bitter coming back, and I think that, that 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 was not a good attitude to have, especially since she's being portrayed as a baby face. People, when they saw her go, oh, my God, she's being a heel, and it's like, no, that's just Rhonda. And then they had to talk her out of basically going, these people are cheering you. You have to acknowledge them. You don't mean mug them. Yeah, I know people who talk to her about certain things it was explained that you have to let that go, referencing the fans uh, uh, booing her on her first run, because if you're going to be bitter about that, you're not going to be able to be a very good baby face. And So on a recent Facebook gaming stream, Rousey was asked about facing jeers from the crowd, to which she responded, these transcripts are from Fightful. Quote, it's hard not to take it personally because uh, from the fans because I go out there as a character, but also I'm actually Ronda Rousey. I don't play Ronda Rousey on television. Sometimes I take it personally from the fans, not so much the other wrestlers. Um, what was
2: the for context the the actual promo? She just talked about debating what titles she wants. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah.
3: Was it more her body think, language kind of thing? Yeah, I think okay. that's what it was.
2: She, she that's just how she is.
3: She was <laughs> she she came off as very standoffish on that first Raw promo. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And in her like I mean she didn't really I, want to be there.
2: Her her backstage interview after the rumble was very much like that. Yeah. Um but it was it was like verbally. But like yeah, her promo, you're right. I mean, I just I don't I don't know. I just she always comes off as like nervous to be around people. I don't know why yeah. I don't know why would you even come back if that's the
3: situation. I mean, it was just the money thing. Um I mean, I don't know if she just actually you know, maybe she just really enjoys the end ring aspect of it. I don't know. I have no idea. Um
2: I mean, it's not. It's not. It's hard not to take it personally from the fans. I mean, look, you're a you're playing a character. I know you are. You are Ronda Rousey. I get that, but like you're playing a character, and I understand though. You're out there in front of however many thousands of people. That ain't easy.
1: Well, especially if it's not you. I come out
2: there and they're like, "Booze, this old balding, pasty guy." Yeah, I just like fall in the corner and cry. Pat Pat McAfee be like, "Oh, you want to see a guy poop his pants?" (laughs) Look you're at like, Steve yeah, prob- up there. That's going to
3: be me. That's going to be me, Yes, yeah. Mission accomplished, Pat. You know, you, if you don't, if you weren't, if you haven't been in the world of pro wrestling and you have the experience of having that, that clear delineation between character and and who I am, mm-hmm. it might be a little, I, I mean, I, it's easy to say, oh, just, you know, it's, it's just wrestling. Yeah. You know, just get through it. But at the same time, if you're not, if you don't have the experience that a lot of the people have dealing with that delineation, Yep, I can understand why it might be a little tough.
2: Yeah, me too. But here's the thing: you just said the word "experience." She has a whole year of experience where she went through. She went through the ringer in that year. Like the she fans did, loved that she was turns, there, and then, turns, then towards the end, she was getting all meta with shit, and she was going on her Facebook and whatever the. Yeah. I don't know who would be on
3: Facebook. Well, I do know. Well, I think it was Facebook. she has like a she had a vlog on YouTube. I think it was where yeah, she yeah, was yeah, talking yeah, trash yeah. about the fans. Years not that much, man. A year. It's not
2: that much. Yeah, but dude. You you will know in a year like of doing that whether or not you want to do it again. Oh yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. And if you know you want of- if you want to do it again, like don't aren't you like, oh, well, I don't know. I feel like a year is kind of a long time to go through that. I kind of do. I'll be honest with you. She was out there. Look, one thing we can say about Rhonda, she was there the entire time. She was doing house shows and shit. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I kind of feel like if I have a year on the job,
3: I'm gonna know whether or not I'm into this or not. Well, that's the difference between being into it and exactly being comfortable one hundred percent comfortable with every single aspect of it. I don't know. I got in
2: my opinion, how did you not know this going into it? having the the whole gamut of experience that you had during that? I mean, she had and she was in the bright, bright spotlight. Yeah, yeah I would yeah. just think that that would inform her quite a bit more than she was it on. was
3: it was it was it a big show? Who was talking about this i know this is exactly the same circumstance but i'll just you i'm just, just thought of this where he was talking about he really liked going out and have house shows and just doing the rest you know but i'm sure the said motivation that. Batista said that batista said that too yeah. okay dislikes going out there and doing the rest oh, show isn't...
2: did say that too yeah yeah, say, yeah yeah yeah
3: and it was the tv aspect that he don't like and you yeah. know it, the, the the motivation or the the reasoning behind that could be completely different from whatever you know, uh, uh, Rhonda's doing a you know, uh, feeling here about the fans. Because mm-hmm. who knows? You know, we've heard before that the reaction at TV is different than the reaction on house shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, to a certain extent, it's a different crowd. Yeah, sure. It is. Maybe she goes out there at house shows and she gets the reaction that she feels like she wants. We're on TV. It's different. I don't know. Yeah. You know, but but if if her enjoyment of doing the in-ring aspect of it, the wrestling, supersedes the stuff that she might not be so comfortable with. hmm She's like, okay, it's still worth doing. I wonder if I like just don't
2: know. I wonder if the response itself, like her the response that she got on her return, sort of like was a shock to the system. Like, whoa, wait a second. I've be. been gone for a long time. I thought I was gonna get like, you know, I a didn't realize pop, they'd yeah. have to like pipe pipe in crowd noise. She goes out there, she's like, Mm, I don't like this. And and, mm-hmm. and then her attitude reflects that. Maybe it's an mm-hmm. in the moment thing. That
3: could be. It could be. Yeah, it could be. Know. It could be. Anyways. Who knows? We got a Raw tonight. We sure do. Three segments announced. Oh, look at that. We actually have a match announced, too. Riddle set to square off against Seth freaking Rollins on Raw. Never thought, never thought like three years ago we'd ever see this match happen. Here we go. Oh, man. Yeah, absolutely. Totally happening.
2: Uh, uh, also, Lita is coming back to Raw, primed for her title match at
3: E Elimination Chamber. That should be a good match. Mm-hmm. And then RK Bro and Alpha Academy set this for Quiz Bowl Showdown
4: shoosh
3: shoosh yeah that should be fun arcade bro's fun. gonna win that one
2: uh, yep. let's go ahead and answer some questions while I pull up the twitter thread Want uh, remind you really quick we got a brand new channel it's called friendo club tv bunch of goofiness there short form content yes. more to come lots of fun stuff is all I could say about that oh yes Brendo Club TV. Go check it out on the uh, whatever I just said it was on, YouTube's, YouTube's yeah, on YouTube. YouTube's on YouTube. Jason Lewis says last week's uh, numbers don't lie. Had me thinking. Do you see factions with a clear leader like the NWO or Evolution differently than those who act as a team like the New Day or the Shield? Yes, I do see them different. I see like the Shield is a little bit different, but still with the Shield that was a group that i mean they had dean with his lackluster us title run but the other guys didn't really like did anybody else in their initial days go after i know none of them went after the the big goal the big belt was the Intercontinental Championship in play at all? No, it wasn't,
3: right? I don't believe so. I believe Roman and Seth were just tag champs for a while and then yeah. Dean had the U.S. title.
2: Yeah. yeah, I do. I see them a little bit differently because, I, to me, a faction is always like... It's like when we talked about the New Day. The New Day is the greatest tag team in the history of WWE, but they're a tag team. I mean, technically, because they have three people, could you consider them a faction? Given that while they were together, by and large, it's not like Big E went out and tried to get solo gold... While they were together, while they were together, they they would uh, they, they mainly went after the tag titles. I mean, I know they haven't technically split, but to me, a faction is you have one guy going after the top title. You have one guy going after the mid card title. You got your tag team.
3: Well, I think that's also dependent on the number of people in said faction. If you got a three person faction, you can't exactly have someone going for the main belt, card belt and the tag belts. You know what I mean?
2: Um. Yeah, no, I know. I know.
3: I don't necessarily see them, uh, see them any differently. No, not necessarily. I see, like them I, I I won't necessarily, you know, take anything away from factions that don't go after or have achieved great success as singles. If they're you know if the overall level of success is 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 incredibly high and they leave a massive impact, that's more important for. Oh, I don't.
2: I think. didn't say take anything away from them. I just mean that I see them differently.
3: Uh, I'm just trying to do something. What do you want Seth to do at WrestleMania? And what will B have Seth doing at WrestleMania? Reminder, he's lost his last two Mania matches. Well, thank God he's not going to be fighting Shane McMahon. I wonder if they'll do him and Kevin Owens against RK-Bro for the tag titles. Assuming RK-Bro wins them back. That would be wise. That would be smart. And have, and have uh, Seth and Kevin Owens actually be the one that start RK-Bro breaking up.
2: I'm still really curious how all this would have played out if Roman didn't have to sit out at day one. Mm-hmm. That's that's a that's a question right there. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I don't know, you and I both really like that idea of Seth and Kevin Owens, and they sort, <clears throat> sort of teased uh, going after Tag Gold. Um, they might do Seth versus Kevin Owens.
3: That's entirely possible. Yeah, We I saw that not. a I couple years together. ago at WrestleMania. I know, yeah, we did, yeah. And it was a pretty good match, too. It was a good match. Uh, Anthony Tobias, is Maven helping the Major Brothers a one-time thing? It seems like this will be the year of comebacks. Who else do you think might come back from out of the blue? I saw that he showed up. GCW, yeah, they're
2: just sort of popping the uh, the old nostalgia itch there here and there. Sort of the obs- – not really obscure, I guess, but uh... –
3: Um, you see that Buff Bagwell said he wants to do a death match. That's a bad idea. That's not a good idea. That's that's a bad idea. Don't nobody do that, please. Don't
2: let him do that. Um, Buff is a name that I could see GCW bringing in, though. Mm -hmm. He's sort of on that
3: level. Mm hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Steiner maybe too but Impact already sort of did everything they can do sort of with Nostalgia Pop with Steiner
3: yeah so yeah uh, with all this, the the uh, stuff that Edge has been teasing with the Brood bring back Gangrel oh GCW
2: bring back Gangrel or actually mean? WWE it'd be great if it's WWE, WWE. did yeah that'd
3: be awesome uh, Rozzy here says with Rampage moving to 7pm Eastern this week you see a big jump in the numbers? And what do y'all take on Buff Bagwell saying he will do a deathmatch of 2022? <laughs> yeah, don't do it again. Don't do Probably it. Probably not a great idea. Reiterate that one. Don't do it.
2: Uh, do Are they going to have a big jump? I don't know. It's not prime. It's like the other end of prime time. It's like yeah. way
3: too early. You know, if it's a situation where people are just really eager to watch uh, NBA All-Star Weekend, which is why mm-hmm. it's, it's moving to an earlier time and people tune in early. They should brand themselves as the all NBA All Star Pre Show. All Star All Star Rampage, as they should
2: call it. That's exactly right. And they can get put on the old
3: MTV celebrity uh jerseys. The bricklayers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to watch all the, the uh the rock and chalk basketball. Who is your guy? Well they had the, the hoop where they had the hoop that was way that was like fifteen feet up. Yeah. Above the actual hoop. Michael Rappaport
2: was always pretty funny in that stuff. Mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake, if I'm not mistaken, was always pretty good.
3: Uh, even predating that. Yeah, I'm thinking like early 90s, back when like Jeff Ahmet from Pearl Jam was in it. <laughs> who <laughs> let that guy in? Nobody knew who he was. Well, that's, that was after Pearl Jam like, made it huge, so everybody knew who he was. Man, man if it wasn't Eddie Vedder, well, nobody they knew, knew. They knew who Pearl Jam was. They knew who Eddie Vedder what are was. What you trying to say if Stone Gossard was in there balling up that don't no would, would, would would know who that was? You and I would. <laughs> like, that's the dude <laughs> that's that ripped to though. alive. I know exactly <laughs> who he like, is. would be like, alive? <laughs> He's singing it. You're like, oh, I know that song. Uh, Gareth says, uh, GCW in San Francisco on April 10th. you going to be there. I don't know. Probably not. One, I don't like one dri- show at a time.
2: I don't like going to San Francisco. Yeah, you don't like you the don't driving like San there. Sucks, man. This bicycles getting in your way all the time. Not into it. If it's like a sort of on, it's probably it's probably not downtown. It's probably on the outskirts. I'd be okay with that. I'm just taking it one show at a time. We'll go to that prestige show. We'll go. We'll make termination from there. I am tempted right? to go to uh, Supreme Pro Wrestling on the twentieth because like Brian Cage is going to be there. Mm. That'd be awesome. I might check that one out.
3: Uh, heel long heavy since Malachi and Brody are both kings of one black throne how do they both sit on it it's like a love seat
2: <laughs> no seats on it. No, dude it's like do you remember that uh Live commercial with the love seat it was like the the toilets that are like fa- like one faces this way the next one's next to it and it's facing that way it's like Victoria Jackson and Kevin Nealon I think and okay. so you're shitting next to your lover but you're facing opposite ways
3: but your heads directions. are next to each other Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay Oh, uh, that's funny stuff. Uh, Blake Elizondo says new wrestling law: no more surprise debuts. Feel they're kind of overplayed. What are some new ways AEW can debut? Also, what's something you want as a new wrestling law? You know, I missed the days. I missed okay. I missed the days where they'd actually run like vignettes, hyping up a debut. Not like the Veer is coming, which are open ended. What we give that look for? can you not like just you know brush off my parachute
2: debut you know what i think a
3: parachute when i think a parachute i think of that guy parachuting in during that boxing match years ago
2: <laughs> what the didn't he have like a jetpack on of some sort well yeah like a propeller thing the propeller back, thing
3: yeah. and then homer did it on the simpsons yeah that's what i think of and i'm like that didn't really go very well so it passed on the parachute that's why i no sold it wow um like, I miss the days, not like Veer is coming, where he is just him saying, I'm coming at some point, but you actually like tease. You do it in an interesting fashion. You get an introduction to who this character is. You mean like how New Japan did Mox? Or, oh,
2: yeah. oh you like that? Yeah. That's okay. a good example. Yeah. 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 That was awesome. That was like, oh, mm-hmm. who's this guy? And then, oh, and I love that they like the, the logo they had just like, Broom. and it was like, oh, the mocks was there the whole time. Clear as day. Yeah. yeah. That was good stuff.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I like that. The mystery thing, that's good. Uh Jameson DeSauza says, Should WB go all in with Orton and Riddle as two man uh power trip? Although it's got a different name here. Um uh no, they should probably break up because I think you're gonna get uh Orton turning on Riddle and Riddle winning that feud's gonna like launch Riddle into like a new level. So that's probably the way to do it, as opposed to having them win all the titles. Yeah, I don't know why, but I don't like them as a two man power trip. Like, like you I, tell me, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins are a two man power trip. I'm all about that. Yeah, why is that? I really like that idea. That idea, I love Orton and Riddle.
2: Well, first of all, because they're I heels,
3: don't. they're heels. Okay. In theory. Okay. So that works more. Yeah. And I feel like they're both more or less established main event guys. And I feel like Riddle needs this Orton feud. To get to that point for me that's what it is okay but yeah but orton a uh, riddle is an
2: established mid card guy he yeah. would get a mid he would get the the us title which they're doing nothing
3: with with Damian priest yeah uh, orton uh, uh, gets the WWE the only, title that's the only reason i can explain it is that for me it just like it just it feels like it's a more interesting story to have them feud as opposed to get all the belts
2: i agree with that i definitely agree i'm just sort of trying to figure out why but no i think for seth and kevin it's awesome <clears throat>
3: Uh, Greg Morrison says, "Since factions are starting to be graded, any chance we can see managers? I want to see if Heenan breaks the scale. The only thing about managers is that typically, I know Heenan did. They don't wrestle, so we need something in lieu of in-ring. Yeah, for going in around math Yeah, we'd have you to change. We'd have to disregard. Change.
2: It. We'd have to change the 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 formula a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure at some point we'll get to it." Uh, all along, all al along, the Watchtower asks, "Do you think AEW should develop women's factions to get more women TV time and build their familiarity with fans?" I'm not opposed to that, but we kind of already have that. Like Brit has a faction; she's got yeah. you know Rebel and uh, and and Jamie Hater. Mm-hmm. Um, they they need more than one obligatory match on Dynamite. Like that's what you got to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and AEW for whatever reason. I you can't help but think with AEW that it's because it's because people want more than one women's match, or if Tony Khan has just done whatever numbers he has because he's an analytics guy and he's like, no, one women's match at six uh, thirty whenever they do it because it's usually around like the same time. It's
3: been it's been it's, they've moved it around the show. There was a recently. stretch a while ago
2: that it was the oh, exact consistently. same yeah, time. it
3: would always start at like six twenty. So he's nudged it a little bit. But
2: uh but yeah, like, don't make it so obvious that you're just doing one a week because then it just turns into, well, it's the one obligatory women's match. Uh
3: White Brownie, you have a 10 piece chicken nuggets, awesome. but you can only choose one condiment. Oh, yeah. Which do you choose? Barbecue ranch or sweet and sour? It's it's
2: a mood thing for me. I usually don't go with ranch. I'd go with either barbecue or sweet and sour. Those are or like honey mustard. Honey mustard's good too.
3: Yeah, for me, it's, it's it's barbecue or nothing.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, the wild dude, who's the wrestler or wrestlers you think improved the most in terms of in ring since the pandemic started? Liv Morgan has improved quite a bit in the ring.
3: Yeah, she
2: has. I'm not like her personality on the mic in front of the camera leaves a bit to be desired for me personally. But in terms of what she's done in the ring, I think that she's improved pretty uh, a lot.
3: Hmm, That's a good answer. Trying to think. I don't know if it's necessarily someone who's improved because from their debut, they were already really good. Mm-hmm. But I think they've been given more time To show how good they are and that's Dante Martin
2: Oh yeah that's um, a good
3: one yeah. I think what well, the last six months since he got involved In this, this Storyline about you know after his brother got hurt He aligned with Seidel And then and then Leo and then Team Taz But no the Team Taz thing was a mm-hmm. Um I think when he was on TV Regularly and putting on awesome matches mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a reminder of how awesome He is yeah he's pretty terrific
2: uh, Will Combs uh, we might have to push on this question, but uh, he says Shane McMahon and Triple H approach you to be the head creative team of their new wrestling promotion. You're given the option to choose new talent to sign to this company and build around specific stars. Who do you choose to sign and book as your new world champion? I want to do a video for Wrestle Juice where we draft from the free agents for available. Wrestle Juice. Don't you mean don't you mean for Clip TV? That's actually what I meant. I already did a video like that for Wrestle Juice, but I want to do it uh, with you. Uh, uh, or against you, week, like Shane. My cheat sheet. Shane comes to me. Triple H comes to you. We do a little skit at the
3: beginning with our phones. Yeah, that'd be fun. I like that. that. Would be fun. Yeah. Uh, NJWP. How do you think WWE views Raw? And SmackDown. SmackDown seems to have main WrestleMania stories and larger viewership, but Raw always gets more pay per view matches and gets treated all right at Survivor Series. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's the the whole Raw. Dominating Survivor Series every year is such a weird thing. That's just weird to me. Um, I man, I don't, I don't know if I don't. I mean, the way the way he puts it, yeah, SmackDown is like I think that they sort of view that as their premier show, don't they?
3: Mm-hmm. It's on network TV. They'd be foolish not to. I agree. I mean, that's the show that has their largest audience, their largest viewership. Do they we know? Did they actually? The
2: did they get more money from Fox for SmackDown than USA did for Raw? I
3: don't know. I, I don't know. It
2: seems like it was comparable.
3: It was comparable, but I don't know how the, the individual deals were structured. I think yeah. in terms of you know, gross dollars it was comparable, but I don't know if it was they were structured differently.
2: I mean, honestly, clearly they view and I think if Roman was on Raw, you Raw would sort of probably take on more importance. But I think they view Roman as their guy and wherever he is is where is where they're gonna concentrate, you mm-hmm. know their creative energy. I think raw is just a mess and they just sort of do what they can with it.
3: Yeah. Three hours is a lot of time to fill every week. Yeah. Uh, Cameron here says when triple H eventually retires from wrestling, who should retire him? Uh, Given his recent health scare, I would be shocked to ever see him in the ring again. I would be shocked as well. Um, So I think we've probably have already seen his last match, which means uh, Randy Orton. Cause
2: that was the last match he had it was against Randy Orton. He was in pants. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Uh, let's see here. This is a good question from D Kyle it says yeah. you, we are both pro wrestlers. One of us is a baby face and one of us is a heel list. The pros and cons of your respective roles. Uh, I think you
2: would benefit most from being a heel. Really? Yes. That? I do. Because you're naturally you're you're a face. I would consider you a good guy. You're oh, a good thanks. egg,
3: Larson. Oh, thank you.
2: Uh, but I think that there's not a lot interesting there if you're just being yourself. I think I I'm would boring. have got it. Yeah, <laughs> I would have a lot. I would have the same amount of fun playing either one, and I think you would actually enjoy playing a
3: heel a lot. Oh yeah, more. being a heel would be more fun. Give me a yeah. Anybody really an opportunity to show off more personality? Yeah. that's for sure. I'm fun regardless. I'm, I'm a pretty, <laughs> I'm a pretty boring individual. Um, what I'm a pretty mediocre. Say. Pretty mediocre at most any everything you put in <laughs> yeah. front of me. Yeah. Um, the only thing, the only advantage I might have as a baby face is that uh, I can be presented as an underdog because mm-hmm. I'm not huge physically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, as again, I'm mediocre at pretty much anything. Right. And to see someone who's just admired his mediocrity as I am. Yeah. Overcome the odds, potentially succeed. That could be a story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, Yeah. I think that's good. Uh,
2: We'll end on this one. Blue says you used to get invited to events for the WWE two K games. I know it's difficult now because of the situation in the world, but if you can go to one promotional event for an upcoming game to do interviews and et cetera, do you, Oh, this isn't even a question here. Do you pick WWE 2K or the AEW game? The AEW game. Look, everything about that game so far speaks to us. The fact that it's built off the old N64 engine or trying to emulate that or the person who
3: was in charge of that yeah, is they in charge person, of this. Yeah, the person who, was, who worked on that was working on this game. Yeah. I, am,
2: I am really... Be, and on top of that, I am really curious to know more about that. Like, we've gotten a lot of info so far on WWE 2K22. Um, so the AEW game that would that would a definitely be a mystery be thing. still I want to be wind and dined by AEW, the way 2k used to wine and dine us I know that'd be cool know. you know I'll really? say whatever you want about your video game if you just you know let me sit front row once <laughs> anyway I want to be the front row guy that annoys everybody oh, the because he's standing up the whole, time, up the whole time. time yeah with a lacegems.com sign <laughs> anyways that's gonna do it for us twitch chat stick around we'll hang out for a little bit. Thanks for watching, everybody. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later.
3: Goodbye.
1: You can host the best backyard barbecue.